No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Technical difficulties. Thank you for joining us. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Wednesday night and you're live with another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here on D-Line. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to see you once again. I hope you had a lovely night because I certainly did. As always, we've got so much to get through and so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to compliment us on the fact that everything always goes 100% according to plan on the show, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause for our boy JJ Stoner. He got over the milestone. He got over the hump. He climbed Everest. He conquered the oceans. He did it. He finally did it. The mad son of a bitch did it. Winning TV with the diamond. Here's to midget tards and freaks of the internet. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. Yes, JJ Stoner joining us in the second half of the program tonight. After the first commercial break, uh, the first exclusive JJ Stoner appearance outside of his own platform since reaching the great milestone, the grand achievement of 1,000 followers on DLive. I'm very much looking forward to JJ uh, processing his application to become a verified partner and having that application rejected out of hand. <laughs> no, no, come on now. Come on, DLive. JJ's good people. He's a good boy. He's a good. He's a very good boy. He won't do anything. He won't do anything unbecoming. He will conduct himself in a way which is uh, most appropriate for somebody who uh, is granted the little tick here on D Live. Speaking as a verified partner, I can t- I can assure you that JJ Stoner represents the best of us here in the online community. So he's saying it's going to get rejected. You you got to you got to be positive. You got to be. You got to be uplifting and positive and outgoing. You got to be a positive member of the community, JJ. So how about this? As a trial run for JJ Stoner, uh, let's get him on this a verified program with a verified host, i.e., yours truly, and we'll give him a we'll give him a little dry run. We'll, we'll give him a little dry run, a little rehearsal. You know, a little a little taste of life as a verified partner on DLive, and I'm I'm confident, I am 100% sure that you will not be disappointed. You have to, exactly, Kitty B in the chat, you have to believe. So JJ in the second half of the show on his trial run of becoming a DLive verified partner will be bringing a whole host of freaks, tards, and otherwise (laughs) as we scour, as we stroll the dark laneways, the back alleys, the urine-soaked heroin, you know, epidemic uh, 
soaked laneways of the internet tonight. I'm very much looking forward to that in the second half of the program. It's been too long, JJ Stoner joining us. Uh, before we get to any of that, though, I do have a couple of items I'd like to cover off. A lot of people talking about Jack Dorsey and Sundar Pichai and the other big swinging dicks in the tech world being asked in front of the Senate to answer a few questions, which, of course, won't lead anywhere, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, we can all get our hopes up once again. And I do have some stuff on that, but I'm not sure if we're going to have time to get to it or not. Uh, I do have some election material to go through, but before any of that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to open up tonight's proceedings with this. Uh, did you know that Alex Jones was on the Joe Rogan podcast not long ago? Just recently, what, a couple of days ago? He reappeared. Now, I'm, I'm a great lover of Alex Jones, have been for a long time. And, you know, I think he's a very misunderstood man. <laughs> and people get so angry. <laughs> Alex gets angry, don't get me wrong. But I, I, Alex chills me out. Sometimes I'll listen to Alex Jones to go to sleep at night. I think he's energetic and entertaining. And I'm like, ah, that's some good Alex right there. He's undeniably the best ranter in the internet age. The the best ranter the internet has ever seen is Alex Jones. He ca that, They cannot take that away from him. They can take everything else away from him, except for that. But his appearance on the Joe Rogan program has led to a whole bunch of blue check marks on Twitter. Since we're talking about Twitter at the moment, ladies and gentlemen, has led to a whole bunch of blue check marks on Twitter expressing their displeasure with Joe Rogan for giving this very, very, very dangerous man a platform. Believe it or not. Thank you for joining us. Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Blue check seething, you love to see it. Congrats on paying $100 million for the privilege of platforming a man who terrorised Sandy Hook parents, Spotify. They really aren't sat they really aren't satisfied until you cease to exist. And even then they'll talk about what a dangerous thing it was that you were allowed to exist. It's like they allow you to be here. You serve at their pleasure. I don't know who John Passantino is. I don't even know if the tweet will load for so oh look at look at this. This is wonderful. This is great. Thank you, thank you for loading the tweets, Twitter. <laughs> I can't even read the tweet. Look at this. I can't even look at the picture. There we, there we go. It's about fucking time. Why is Joe Rogan hosting Alex Jones on his show again? This anti-vax misinfo is dangerous at any time, but especially so during a pandemic. His opinion is dangerous. It's amazing how these people determine what's dangerous to them. You know, the throwing of Molotov cocktails at police stations, the looting of department stores, the rioting in the streets. Why, this is just a mostly peaceful expression of concerned citizens. Somebody going on a podcast and talking about their scepticism of big pharmaceuticals, this is dangerous. dangerous the man's opinion is dangerous oh twitter thank you for doing thank you for keeping me safe twitter um joe rogan should be deeply ashamed of giving a platform to a lunatic anti-vaxxer during a pandemic 
which can only be gotten out of with a vaccine. What a fucking idiot, ironically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't you love it? <laughs> Don't you love somebody accusing somebody else of being a fucking... Don't you love somebody on Twitter accusing the $100 million man, Joe Rogan, of being a fucking idiot for having Alex Jones on their show when in the very same tweet they announced to the world that, in their opinion, the only way that the lockdown will end is with a vaccine. Please stick that fucking needle into my arm right now, Mr. Government. Please! Well, you know, they're only going to let us go outside if we start taking a vaccine. Anybody who says anything contrary to this must be a fucking idiot. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, how about this? Because your words are dangerous, ladies and gentlemen, because your words are violence. Jeering sign wavers, caravans of honking trucks, voter intimidation or free speech. Remember when we played the video on Monday of Cardi B? How terrified she was of the Trump supporters that were in the area at the time. Remember, she was sitting in a car going, look at them. Look at this. I don't like this. Look at these motherfuckers. Look at them just walking around. Yes, there were Trump supporters just walking around, not doing anything. And this led Cardi B into a meltdown. She said, oh, I don't like this. Look at them in their big ass trucks. How dangerous was this situation? where you had people in trucks with American flags waiting patiently at traffic lights. Obviously the greatest danger that the free world has ever faced. So now we go from the intellectual stylings of Cardi B to the rhetorical stylings of the Washington Post, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. This is fucking fantastic. You're going to love this. Jeering sign wavers, caravans of honking trucks flying Trump 2020 flags and charged political rhetoric delivered via bullhorn at people waiting in line at polling sites have become increasingly an increasingly common backdrop to early voting across the country, particularly in swing states like Florida and Pennsylvania. Some of the loud displays, often from supporters of President Trump and particularly frustrating to Democrats, have prompted local law enforcement agencies to station officers near polling places to keep the peace. Got to keep the peace. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have gotten violent, but there were people in trucks with flags, and this led me to react in what you may consider to be a violent way. But if they weren't there, you know, if these Donald Trump supporters didn't exist, I would have no reason to be violent, Your Honour. In some locations, they have sparked allegations of voter intimidation and fears of tinderbox confrontations on the cusp of escalation in the run-up to Election Day next week. Yes, that's right. You're reading this correctly. Do not adjust your monitor. On the, on the same day when multiple American cities are literally burning to the fucking ground, <laughs> the Washington Post writes an article about how dangerous it is that people who support Donald Trump are standing out the front of polling places waving flags. <laughs> this could escalate. This could turn violent at any minute. <laughs> God bless. God bless their hearts. God bless them. 
I do think activities like that can be intimidating, and especially an activity where we have seen violence associated with Trump caravans. Now, this is fucking beautiful, this here. This is uh, Lindsay Schaubener. Schaubener? Schaubener? The program director at the Western States Center, a progressive non-profit focused on far-right extremism. Focused on it. The center is also, uh, you'll be you'll be surprised to know, the center is based in Portland, Oregon. So have a listen to this, because this is fantastic. Remember, the media is very, very good at this stuff, this very slight micro-level manipulation. So here's the quote again. I do think activities like that can be intimidating, and especially an activity where we have seen violence associated with Trump caravans, okay? The violence associated with Trump caravans. Which violence associated with Trump caravans is this woman referring to? I'm glad you asked. Listen to this. Where a Trump supporter was killed on a public street in August when a self-described Antifa adherent shot him after a Trump caravan spilled into a crowd of racial justice protesters. (laughs) Yes! Yes! So, (laughs) these people are shameless. Absolutely shameless. Like, I was was having a conversation with a friend not that long ago who said, you know, you're not very objective when you cover the media. And I said, well, no, I'm I'm anti-media. You know, I, I, I make the media look bad on my show. That's what I do. And I do it because it's easy. Because they are bad. (laughs) They're terrible. They're terrible people who do a terrible job. They do a a, a tremendous disservice to the citizens of Western countries. You deserve a better media. You deserve better reporting. You deserve better journalists. These are the scummiest, lowest. They're so low they'd have to reach up to touch a snake's ass. These people. And if you want another example... If you want another reason why I do the show that I do, here it is. So now, a Trump supporter getting shot in the fucking face and killed. How do we refer to that? We don't refer to it as left-wing violence. We don't refer to it as, you know, murder at the hands of an Antifa member. We refer to it as violence associated with Trump caravans. And and you and you still think they've got your best interests at heart? You're either incredibly dumb or incredibly naive. <laughs> Violence associated with Trump caravan. A Trump supporter gets fucking killed on the street. Oh, there goes those Trump caravans again. Wherever they go, violence follows. It's all their fault. Lucky we have non-profit think tanks focused on right-wing extremism, isn't it? Thank God. Thank God, so we can unearth all of this violence associated with Trump caravans. Absolutely fantastic. How about this? Raw Story, one of my favourite publications. I absolutely love Raw Story for reasons like this. Ex-Trump staffer says conservative media brainwashed her into hating Democrats. It's always somebody else's fault, isn't it? 
Nobody wants to take responsibility for their own actions anymore. I have to take responsibility for my actions. Why don't you? On CNN Wednesday, Jessica Denson, the former coordinator of the Trump 2016 campaign's Hispanic outreach, who starred in a recent ad for Joe Biden, opened up about how she was taken in by the Trump campaign and why he must be defeated. My motive to go and help that campaign and be of service to the American people was sabotaged. And I've seen my experience repeated in the experience of one public servant after another over the last four years, said Denson, who spearheaded a lawsuit to free former Trump campaign officials from non-disclosure agreements. I have seen that this campaign continues to go out brandishing a Bible and an American flag, claiming that they have anything to do with freedom. But I lived firsthand, and they have nothing to do with freedom. They have worked very much against free speech and democracy. She was asked by Jake Tapper, you went to work for President Trump or candidate Trump in 2016 during uh, doing Hispanic outreach. He launched his campaign casting aspersions on the kind of people crossing the border into Mexico. Yes, we're doing that one again. saying that they were rapists and drug dealers, and some, I'm sure, are good people, which offended a lot of Latinos and other people. It Apparently it offended a lot of Latinos and other people, but none so much as the extremely privileged white members of the broadcast media. They were offended more than anybody else. They were offended on everybody's behalf. What did you tell them? She said, I tell them it's a fair perspective, but I spent the better part of eight years watching conservative media being brainwashed into thinking the Democrats were really dangerous and were going to take away our freedoms. It's all, it's all made up. You know, you know, when you saw Julian Castro on the debate stage during the Democratic primary, and he came up with the ingenious plan to stop illegal immigration by making it legal. Yes. Julian Castro, how do you propose to stop illegal immigration? Well, we're going to make sure that it's not illegal anymore. We're going to we're just going to open a board. We are not going to prosecute anybody who enters the country illegally. In other words, it's like if if you have a if you have an issue with carjackings, for example, in a city, just make carjackings legal, and then you can get on TV and boast about how there are zero convictions of carjackings <laughs> in 2020. We haven't convicted a single person of a carjacking in 2020. We made it legal. Problem fucking solved. But no, apparently, when you see the words coming out of the Democrats' own mouths. This is just, you have just been brainwashed by right-wing media. <laughs> being brainwashed, I was, I, I spent the better part of eight years watching conservative media being brainwashed into thinking the Democrats were really dangerous and were going to take away our freedom. She can't even take responsibility for her own opinion. No, no. No, no, I did not have this opinion. This didn't come from me. I was brainwashed into hating you. Ah, right. It's not my fault. It's not my fault, Your Honour. You know, if it wasn't for the right-wing media brainwashing me into hating Democrats, I would have been fine. It's not my opinion. It's what they programmed me to think. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ex-Trump staffer says conservative media brainwashed her into hating the Democrats. Uh, tell you what. I like to keep you abreast of what's happening down here in the land down under. And there has been a development in the COVID-19 story, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, the great uh, state of Victoria, the People's Democratic Republic of Victoria, as we like to call it, has been under severe lockdown for over three months now. By severe, I mean, yes, literally the military patrolling the streets, enforcing the lockdown in Australia's second biggest city in Melbourne. People being dragged out of their homes, including pregnant women in their pyjamas. <laughs> being dragged out of their homes for posting things on Facebook. Uh, Talk of new laws being passed whereby you can be preemptively arrested before you break lockdown if it is suspected that you will break lockdown in the future. This is what Victorians have been dealing with for the past three months. Well, I've got good news for you. I've got good news. Thank you for keeping me safe. (coughs) I've got good news for you. There's been a development. Victoria over the last two days has recorded zero cases of coronavirus. Yay! Woo! It's over. It's finished, right? It's done. No more lockdowns, right? 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 It is the news Victorians have been waiting to hear for months. Melbourne's lockdown is finally set to end in just over 24 hours. Wow, the lockdown is set to end. That's it, huh? It's all over. No more lockdowns, huh? Say it ain't so. But now is the time to open up. Now is the the time to congratulate every single man. Thank you for the sub, Dayton, Ohio show. Victorian for staying the course. Now is the time to thank every single Victorian family for being guided by the data. The thank you, Victoria. You're that good at following the rules. Science and the doctors. Not letting our frustration get the better of us, but instead <laughs> uh, proving equal to this wicked enemy. Wicked. It's wicked. Georgia Commonsoli joins me live. Kitty B in the chat saying they will lock down again. Oh, no, no, wait for it. When when the corporate here's, here's a little snap poll because I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that most of you haven't seen this clip because why would you watch clips of Australian news? I don't blame you. I, people in Australia don't fucking watch it. <laughs> so here's a little here's a little pre-clip quiz. Let's do it this way. When the corporate media report says lockdowns are coming to an end, press one in the chat if you think that means that lockdowns are coming to an end, or press two in the chat. If you think it means it's just a different kind of lockdown. (laughs) I'm not going to give you any hints. I want you to guess which one you think we're going to, we're going to see here. (laughs) Because you have to remember, uh, Daniel Andrews, the premier, the, the Victorian government is the most progressive government in the country, right? Now I live in a, a, a quite progressive city but in a very conservative state. Uh, the Victorian state government is the most progressive. They love, you know, the, the, the trans entrainment of, you know, five-year-olds. Or they're into all of that murky stuff. They love it. So the media does their absolute best to pat them on the back and say what a great job he's doing. The fawning over Daniel Andrews is really quite something else. 
especially when you consider the fact that the literal fucking military has been patrolling the streets in Melbourne, enforcing the lockdowns. And you have people who, for every waking minute, will tell you how afraid they are of fascism, applauding the guy who has the military arresting people on the street. It is fucking bizarre. So when the corporate media comes out and says, congratulations, Victoria, Victoria is ending the lockdown. Great job, Victoria. Are they really talking about the end of lockdown or are they talking about something else? Most people in the chat say two. Let's have a look. Let's see how close you were. Live in Melbourne, Georgia, a huge relief for millions of a residents. Huge, listen to the, see the way it's being built up. A huge relief for millions of residents. It's about time. Finally, thank you so much, Mr. Government, right? What's set to change tomorrow night? What's set to change? That's exactly right. And it's really hard to believe Melbourne has been through this hard lockdown now for over 12 weeks. But from 11.59 tomorrow night, there are a number of service industries oh. that will be able to reopen and they right. include our restaurants, cafes. Restaurants, cafes and pubs are reopening. Fantastic. Retail stores, beauty services. Cafes and pubs, all of our what? retail it all, stores. It all looks very positive so far. Reopening, as well as other beauty services that haven't already reopened. There will be some capacity oh. limits to the way they can Operate. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations, Victoria! Lockdown has finished. Businesses are opening up. You can now have 10 people at an outdoor fitness center. 10. Congratulations, congratulations, Victoria. You're so good at following the rules. We are now ending the lockdown. Good job, everybody. You can now have 20 people at a cafe. You can now have 10 people at your wedding. There are, there are shotgun weddings at 3 a.m. to strippers that have more people in Las Vegas than 10. No more lockdowns. 10 people at weddings. Thank you. They're so, you know, you know, the thing I love most about our government is not only do they keep us safe, but they're so generous with us. They just give and give and give. Um, You know, Boogie, the government is under no obligation to give you any freedoms back. You're aware of that, aren't you? It's from the it's from the bottom of his fucking heart, Daniel Andrews. It's from the goodness of their hearts that they're letting us have ten people at an outdoor fitness center. Don't you understand that? Thank you for keeping me safe. <laughs> ten people at a wedding is yeah, it's very true. Ken in the chat on Periscope. Ten people at a wedding means eight guests. <laughs> well, it doesn't really though, does it? So let's take out one for the photographer because you've got to have your photos taken. So we're down to seven. You've got to take one out for the celebrant or, you know, the priest, whoever's doing the ceremony. So now we're down to six. <laughs> we're now down to six guests. Let's take one out for the caterer. Actually, let's take two out for the caterers because it's kind of a big job doing the catering. So now we're down to four guests at a wedding. <laughs> you, can have, you can have a best man and a maid of honour and one parent each on your special day. Thank you for keeping me safe, Victoria. Oh, come on now. Come on now. 
Dining will be allowed 20 people inside, Ooh, 50 people 20. outside. Churches can have 10 inside. Churches can have 10 people? Thank you for keeping me safe. 20 outside. Weddings can now have 10 people. Wonderful. Funerals can now have 20 people. Outdoor wow. fitness has been bumped up to 10 people. And outdoor swimming pools outdoor, can now... They even have the audacity to say outdoor, fit, outdoor fitness has been bumped up to 10 people. <laughs> Gee, I'm, I'm sure all of the owners of these fitness centres are just jumping for fucking joy right now, aren't they? Wow, 10 people. If we can get 10 people a day in here, I might go broke a week later. Thank you so much. Now have 50 people. There are two restrictions that will remain in place, though. Oh. That includes the 25-kilometre travel restriction as well as the Ring of Steel outside of Melbourne. But those two... <laughs> the Ring of Steel. Yes, you heard that correctly. They call... <laughs> they call the area around Melbourne where the police and the military have set up roadblocks and stuff to stop people coming in or out, they literally call it the Ring of Steel. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me safe. Two rules are set to be dropped on November 8th in two weeks' time. Oh, and two OK, weeks George, now. now the Prime Minister has sent a message to Victoria. Let's take a look. For now, I just want to say thank you and congratulations. You've done it really tough. Congratulations, Victoria. <laughs> congratulations. Like they've won a fucking raffle. Like they've won a meat tray at a trivia contest at a pub. Congratulations. You are, you are out of it. You're out of lockdown. You can now have 20 people at a restaurant and 10 people at an outdoor fitness facility. In Melbourne and across Victoria over recent months, and I said right at this outset of going into this lockdown that Australia will only succeed if Victoria succeeds. And you are succeeding. You're succeeding. You're doing such a wonderful job. Well, on top of Victoria, ladies and gentlemen, having the military patrolling the streets, arresting pregnant mothers in their pyjamas <clears throat> for posting things on Facebook, Discussing whether we need new laws to preemptively arrest people if we suspect they're going to breach lockdown in the future. I mean, literally pre-crime conditions. So congratulations, Victoria. Wonderful job. Congratulations. You earned this. You've earned your small slice of freedom. Uh, this comes from one of your guys, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who everybody respects because he's never been wrong. Uh, he, he gave a little tip of the hat to the Victorians. Have a look at this. Yesterday, we saw people heading out for brunch, some shop therapy and a pint at the pub, enjoying oh, their brunch. newfound freedoms. You'd struggle to see a vacant seat at a restaurant. Enjoying their newfound freedoms. Of course, <laughs> of course, by freedom, we mean... We mean a severe, a severely watered down version of the freedom that you used to enjoy.
Your newfound freedom seems a lot like the cheap version of the freedom we used to have for some reason. Yesterday we saw people heading out for brunch, some shop therapy and a pint shop at the pub, enjoying their newfound freedoms. You'd struggle to see a vacant seat at a restaurant or an empty shop. We know there were lengthy queues outside retailers and at shopping centres like Chadston, some quite big crowds. Uh, foot traffic was up to 80% of the usual average uh, in some streets. A remarkable increase when you... Everything's going so well. Consider just a few weeks ago, those same streets were effectively... You know what? It, when I see all this footage and when I'm out in Sydney, because we still have a lot of this stuff in Sydney, a lot of the restrictions and stuff. It's like who saw... Who didn't see? Maybe that's a better way of putting it. Who saw the uh, Avengers Infinity War movie, right? Because I just recently rewatched it. You know the part at the end where Thanos clicks his fingers and half of the Earth's population disappears? That's what this would be like, I imagine. Except in the real version, except in the version that we are viewing, the, view, uh, the version that we are watching, the remaining survivors congratulate Thanos for doing such a good job of keeping them safe. <laughs> right? See, in the Avengers version, everyone's really depressed that half of the population has been wiped out. In Victoria, they say, thank you so much, Thanos. Now we won't get sick. <laughs> Thanos 2020. Yes, Rosanation. Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much, Thanos. Empty. Now, all of this is welcomed by punters bored in uh -huh. lockdown and yeah. also by businesses who have, now have money running through the till for the first time in months, but they do want more. And the Australian Hotels Association is calling for do. the Premier to meet the hospitality industry halfway and on November 9 announce a maximum capacity of 40 people indoors, regardless of the spaces they're spread out in. Look at this. You now have to beg to, you now have to beg. Look at the power shift that's happened here in just nine months. If you're a business owner, you now have to go to the government and beg them to let you serve customers. You have to get on your knees, cap in hand, and fucking grovel to the government. Say, please, please let me serve customers. Please let me serve drinks. I beg you. And they can sit back and go, mm, no, I don't think so. No, it's too unsafe. It's too unsafe for you. Sorry. Sorry, sweaty. We will decide how you run your establishment. We will decide how you run your business. You know, it's, it's no secret uh, that governments have been wanting to and successfully looking for ways to get their sweaty little palms around the neck of private business for fucking years. Either it's through regulation or, you know, over whatever the scenario is, they're always looking for a way to tell business how to run their ship. And now, nine months after this all started, we have the situation where if you run a business and you want to serve customers, you have to beg the fucking government for the privilege of opening up your own doors. And what do the consumers do? What does the population do? What does the media do? They congratulate the government for keeping them safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you, thank you for keeping me safe from these greedy business owners who just, they want to serve customers. They don't even care if everybody dies. 
And of course, uh, on that date, it would move to 40 people indoors, but with a maximum of 20 people per space. Meanwhile, the man in charge of America's response to the COVID-19 pandemic, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. has praised Fauci. Australia for its handling of the situation, <laughs> and in particular, Melbourne, for its mask mandate. Uh, Mr. Dr. Fauci, I should say, has uh, said that he wishes similar measures were used in the United States and really over there. It'll never happen here. Eliza in the chat, the most interesting thing I learned about Nazi Germany was that the business owners still own their businesses, but the government told them exactly how to run them. Well, that's that's fascism. Fascism is private ownership. Fasc- you still have private ownership in fascism, but you just have very, 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 very strict government controls on what you can do with it, right? Ben K. Veritas with the diamond. Jay Inslee, are you listening? So I've I've been saying to my progressive friends who are more than happy for the government to tell businesses who they can and can't serve, uh, you know, shutting down businesses at the whim, at a whim. Uh, I've I've been telling my progressive friends, why do you say that you don't like fascism? Why do you keep telling me you're against fascism? You know, you would you would love living in a fascist state. The government tightly controls what businesses and corporations can do, right? They put strong restrictions on people. Uh, They have strict control over the culture so they can determine, you know, what kind of culture the country is. They can determine exactly who gets to have a voice in the culture. Why do you keep telling me you're against fascism? I mean, fuck me dead. The military is walking around Melbourne as we speak, enforcing lockdown measures, and you say it's it's doing such it's a wonderful idea. They're doing a great job. How exactly are you against fascism? You love it. And of course, <clears throat> this leads to me getting insulted. Saying, oh, that's a dumb thing to say. How could you say this to me? You're an idiot, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, you just don't you just don't accept what fascism is. Your, your idea of fascism is completely different to the reality. You would love fascism. It's right up your alley. <laughs> you, get to, you get to tell all the businesses what they can and can't do, and you get to control what the culture is. It sounds like a fucking wet dream. Their masks are now seen as a political statement rather than a health measure. He did concede that it is easier for Australia to control pandemics as a result of it being effectively a big island nation. Take a look. <laughs> Australia's done well. New Zealand has done well. New Zealand's uh, done Asian so well. Have- New Zealand is doing so well, guys. Done well. If you look, I mean, I would like to say the same for the United States, but the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, you know, geographically and otherwise, the ability to um, contain within one's country, when you have a country like Australia, which is a gigantic island. <laughs> 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 it's 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 probably it's easier to contain True. in True. and out where yeah. yeah new zealand's doing such a bang up job uh direct from new zealand ladies and gentlemen how about this from New Zealand? This is fantastic. Speaking of the great job New Zealand is doing, and remember, uh, we progressive, we're a very progressive program here. 
We're very progressive and we hate fascism, ladies and gentlemen. We despise fascism. Uh, so we progressives who despise fascism, who think that uh, the lockdown measures are a wonderful thing and people are doing such a tremendous job. Thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Government. Um, here's here's a little snippet of what they're doing in, uh, in New Zealand, you know, the country that's doing such a great job. As part of our overall national response to this new outbreak... National. I am now directing medical officers... And for my American brothers and sisters who struggle with the difference between Australian accents and New Zealand accents, there's your first... I say national. New Zealanders say national. Like it's an E. Nation. Our national response... This is part of our national response. That's a Kiwi accent. They talk funny. Come on, Twitter video. Why are you always... Twitter video, why you always got to make me look like a bitch, bro? Why you always got to be fucking up my chi, man? Come on. As part of our overall national response to this new outbreak, I am now directing medical officers of health that all cases, confirmed cases, are to be managed in a quarantine facility. Remember remember when they said to you, <laughs> remember when you could quarantine in your own home? Do you remember those good old days like a month ago? Well, those days are long behind us. Thank you for doing such a tremendous job, New Zealand. Now, if you have coronavirus, you will be whisked away to a quarantine facility. Lucky you, huh? Now, this is different to how positive cases were managed when we were last at levels four and indeed three, and shows how serious we are about limiting any risk They're of ongoing transmission, serious. even in self-isolation and including to others in the household. <laughs> Aren't they doing such a great job? Ladies and gentlemen, they are going to protect the members of your household from you. People who are suspected because, you know what? I just want to say New Zealand is doing a tremendous job. They're doing a wonderful job. I wish the United States would be doing such as a good a job as New Zealand is doing. They really are at the forefront of this fight against the virus. Congratulations, New Zealand. You're doing a wonderful job. So if you are suspected of having coronavirus, they will, they will literally take you out of your own home and put you in a quarant a quote unquote quarantine facility to keep the other members of your family safe from you. Thank you for keeping me safe. This will apply to any clo cases and also close family members close who family might be at members. risk as appropriate. A reminder, these facilities has been, have been set up specifically and have excellent processes and resources oh, yeah. in place to look after people. And we're looking after you. <laughs> we're looking after you. We're protecting you. You idiot. You ungrateful swine. We're protecting you. Show some fucking gratitude, would you? With COVID-19, including health staff on site at all times, and it will help us avoid any further inadvertent spread into the community as part of our overall response. Wow. If someone
someone refuses in our um, facilities to be tested, they have to keep staying. So they won't be able to leave after 14 days. They have to stay on for another 14 days. So it's a pretty good incentive. You either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared, or we will keep you in a facility. So you will be put in the facility if you're suspected of having coronavirus because you haven't even been tested yet. You will be kept there for a minimum of 14 days, whatever happens. They're going to keep you in this facility. They're going to take you out of your own home to protect your family members from you and then keep you in this facility for 14 days. And if you refuse to get tested, then they will keep you there for a month against your will. Citizens who have broken no law and committed no crime will just be held without charge for a month in a facility, not allowed to leave, not allowed to stay even in their own homes because the government, which is, according to Dr. Fauci, is doing such a tremendous fucking job, wants to protect the other people in your house from you, the person who may have coronavirus. Thank you for keeping me safe. Gee, they really are just doing such a wonderful job, aren't they? This one was sent through by Fascist Hippie. Students in Lincoln return to campus on first day of school. Let's have the a look. The first day back to class at a state-of-the-art elementary school in Lincoln. Okay. But they weren't alone. Students from across Western Placer Unified School District returned as well. Looking Here's good. CBS 13's Rachel Wolf with today's Learning Curve. The Learning Curve. Students filled the halls at Scott M. Lehman Elementary early. The school named after the superintendent. A little piece of history. This is my grandma's bell. As families like the Grosses look towards the future. Okay. This is a big step for our community, and we love it. It's this is awesome. The okay. new state-of-the-art school is built for the COVID-19 crisis. My interest is peaked. <clears throat> I'm sorry. The school is built for the COVID-19 crisis. Do you ever get the feeling like? The measures that are being enacted during the COVID-19 crisis, do you ever get the feeling that those who are enacting said measures believe that said measures are going to be in place for a substantial amount of time? Do you ever get that inkling? <laughs> do you ever get that impression? <clears throat> the school was built for the coronavirus. Okay. Well, this is very interesting. Number of 13 filters throughout throughout the campus. There's uh, acrylic shielding in some of the classrooms for the separate the kids from the from the teachers and the students from the students. <laughs> and I'm sure the children who come through this particular school are going to grow up to be very well-adjusted, normal adults. You know, they'll be telling their kids what life was like when they went to school. And they had to shit. They had to shit. They had to sit behind the acrylic shielding. <laughs> Breathe into the filters, children. Line up for your temperature checks. Anxious parents arrived with a safety message at send-off. Yeah. We've been in masks for so long, but the kids have never been in a mask for as long as they're going to be here for.
Did you hear the music they were playing? Celebrate good times, come on! <laughs> Fucking audacity. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. The permanent scarring that is going to be evident on a lot of people, this this is not just going to heal up. You know, even if through some kind of miracle, you know, officials and the governments came out and clicked their fingers and said, you know what, we got it all wrong, everybody go back to normal. There's going to be a huge amount of people who will ne- who never will after it has been battered into their psyche over the last year. Fear, 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 fear. You're going to die. Don't be selfish. You're putting people at risk. Don't spread the virus. It can attach itself to... It can attach itself to surfaces. Wear a mask. Don't breathe. Make sure you get behind the glass. Everybody's going to die unless you do what we say. Don't go outside. Don't touch things. Stand on the X. Walk in this door. Walk out that door. Don't sit next to each other. Don't go to concerts. Don't go to rallies. Don't go to restaurants. It's too dangerous. There's a whole bunch of people who are <clears throat> who are now just going to live like this forever. Whether we like it or not. So maybe maybe the school putting up you know, barriers between students and all of this stuff. Maybe that's not good enough. How about a little bit of this action? This was sent through by Jim Enward. How about this, ladies and gentlemen? The solar-powered bubble shield. Look at this. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. But the solar-powered bubble shield is exactly what it its description entails. It is a bubble. <laughs> you wear it over your head. It goes down to your knees. <laughs> you will be walking around in a bubble. <laughs> you, you can't use your arms. Your arms are also inside the bubble. Let's have a look at the bubble sheet. Future blink. <laughs> It's so practical, they have to have a mannequin wearing it. (laughs) (laughs) The bubble is like your own personal barrier, the text says. Protecting protecting you from COVID-19 and air pollution. Bubble Shield is made from fluorine-based plate Based. It has an air compressor and fan coils that purify air. Kitty B's calling it the human condom. <laughs> it's also got a solar-powered battery pack. I ask you this though: What use is a bubble? What use is a solar-powered bubble apparatus if you're not allowed to walk outside? If you're not allowed out, what's what's the point of having a solar panel on your head? These people, we are dealing with very sick individuals here. 
Do you remember back in like March, I played the video from China. Remember the little kid outfit that was like a space suit? Remember that? Protecting your children from coronavirus. And we all laughed and said how ridiculous it was that the Chinese were putting their toddlers in things that literally looked like little fucking space suits, right? Little, um, you know, little radioactive hazmat suits. And we were laughing and said, oh my God, look at these crazy people. Look at what they're doing. Forget about that. Look at what we're doing. <laughs> we're putting people in fucking plastic bubbles with solar panels on their head. Lady of Gypsy, uh, Lady of Gypsy, Lady of Diamonds, Gypsy with the diamond. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Body bubbles are MAGA. Well, I can go you one better. If you don't like the bubble, how about this one? This is called the BioVisor. <laughs> Introducing the BioVisor. <laughs> I, can't, I haven't even hit play yet. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's check out the biovisor. I mean, look at how cool and sexy and modern this model is. Look how great this guy is. He looks hip. He looks fashionable. He looks ready to attack the world in a COVID-safe, responsible way. He is the epitome of the modern man. He's also Asian. Living with someone who's immunocompromised, you quickly come to terms with the limitations of face. <laughs> He's walking down the street going, I don't know why everybody is looking at me funny. <laughs> haven't, you ever, haven't you ever seen a man in a bubble before? Face masks. Like, I, I told you a couple of months ago, people are laughing going, what the hell is going on here? I told Ring you a couple of months ago. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Lady Thor. I told you a couple of months ago, by the end of this, you will be fucking begging for the masks. <laughs> you will be groveling on your hands and knees saying, can we please just go back to the masks? As you're in your bio-visor bubble, lining up for your forced inoculation. Can I please just have a mask back? Too late for that, you denier. It's too late. You had your chance. You could have just worn the mask, but oh no. Now we're going to have to surgically attach a bio-visor to your head, ban you from going outside and stick this needle in your arm. Hey, we're protecting you. It's for your own safety. Who need extra protection. Extra They're protection. They're simply not good. See, he's got the AirPods in as well because he's so fucking cool. That, that seems really safe, by the way. Walking around in traffic with a bubble over your head and headphones in your ears. <laughs> I got good news. The BioVisor has led to zero community transmissions of coronavirus. In a completely unrelated matter, 45 people were struck by cars at crossings today. Enough. <laughs> don't, don't jump, mate. Don't jump off the building. It's with this realisation that we set out to reimagine personal protection. We're reimagining personal protection. Have a look at this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think personal protection needed to be reimagined. 
here's an idea. If you're vulnerable for if you're vulnerable to catching coronavirus, don't go out. That's like that's it. If you're vulnerable, don't go outside. If you're vulnerable, don't mix with people who go outside. No, no, that's that's too complicated. People can't be trusted. We're keeping people safe. Spent D with it. DJ Spent D, thank you for joining us, sir. Uh, co-host of the Sunday Night Shit Show with Frozen Asian, dlive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show. Good day, sir. Well, good day to you too. So we need to reimagine personal protection. No, forget about this idea where if you're a vulnerable person, you just don't go outside and don't mix with people who may have been exposed to it. Rather than that, why don't we strap this ridiculous monstrosity to everybody's fucking shoulders and send them out into the world with earpods in uh, AirPods in their ears? Thank you for keeping me safe. Monica in the chat. But Boogie, it's like he has a force field around him. He's invincible. <laughs> Nothing can touch me now. We needed something with a robust seal. It had to be easy to breathe in and comfortable to wear for a prolonged period of time. Oh, it looks very comfortable. <laughs> Look how comfortable this is. <laughs> and they're showing, they're showing like all the little behind the scenes design shots with the great minds being in the room, like drawing up blueprints on billboards. Oh, if we put the filter here, maybe if we put the strap around here so it goes around the chest instead of shoulder, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget your filter. It had to actually protect against aerosols coming into contact with the Ring eyes, the bell and, and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub. <laughs> look at the look on the other guy's face. He's like, <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> It's just so easy and convenient. And we also wanted to see each other's faces again. Yeah, did we? It sounds so basic, but all of this has not been possible until now. It hasn't been possible. How could how could how did we ever go on? How did we ever survive without the biovisor? Dynamic design, lightweight construction. <laughs> Lucifer Sam in the chat. I'm going to steal their intellectual property and turn it into a THC hotbox device. <laughs> this this item is very popular on college campuses, I imagine. <laughs> Superior optical clarity. Visor is a powered air purifying. It has peripheral side windows. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like I said, like I said, one day you'll be begging for the fucking mask. <laughs> oh, if only we wore the mask.
Now I have to walk around with this ridiculous contraption strapped to my face. (laughs) All right. With that, we're going to take a quick five-minute break. Uh, When we return, we will be returning with the great JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen, who, if if this wasn't frightening enough for you, has assured me that he's going to be doing his best to uh, frighten my audience off the internet. So very much looking forward to that. We'll be back in five. Stick around on this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. See you soon. Rusty the Iceman, Sunday nights 10.30, Standard Eastern Time, on Twitch, Twitter, Periscope, and Facebook. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Idiot Boogie Bumper. Idiot Boogie Bumper. Idiot Boogie Really giving that one a workout. Come on. <laughs> DLive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. The world is a terrible place, full of terrible people doing terrible things. Thankfully, there's a weekly live stream that doesn't sugarcoat it for you. Join Major Tom Saturdays at 10 p.m. for the Big Empty. That's Major underscore Tom on DLive. Make sure to use zeros for O's because your life really is that hard. Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Y Censor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. 
That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch lot on. I still think it's irrelevant, fun. But well, why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. And old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later Still be cool on Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pepsi. Enjoy the joy of Pepsi. Enjoy the joy of Pepsi. This Justin! The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Yeah. Second half of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and it is on this second half of the program where we are going to bring on our very special guest for tonight. And <clears throat> I just want to give you a little bit of background here. If you're new to the show, you don't know who this guy is. You should know who this guy is. Uh, apparently, he's an, in he's an integral part of what we like to call the pyramid. <laughs> and see, I, they're like... <laughs> I, I, I'm friends with and I talk to like a bunch of different streamers and they all do something a little different. You know, I do what I do. Uh, I like Joy of Pessy, what he does with the riff and the movie riffs and stuff. I love Major Tom because he's given up all hope of, um, <laughs> he's given up all hope for positive thought in the future and his misery brings me joy. Uh, I like the Sunday night shit show with Frozen Asian and Spent D because they're absolutely unhinged lunatics. Um, but, you know, I tend to do like a little bit of a serious thing on this show. Not always, but generally speaking, at least uh, laughing while the world burns around us, you know, tearing apart the media and stuff. But there is one person that has a special place in my heart because without him, I wouldn't know just exactly how deprived and debauched and debased the internet really is. Ladies and gentlemen, the 1,000 sub man, the man who goes where you fare, where you dare not tread, 
to bring you the content you never even knew you needed. Welcome to the program, JJ Stoner. How are you, sir? Hello, everybody. <laughs> there he is with his fucking soundboard again. Now that's joy of pessimism. Hello. <laughs> now that was that was that you? Hello. Was I don't know who that one is. No, so, not at all. <laughs> so he also has a soundboard. I know. <laughs> oh, why do I snort? Jesus Christ! Now that's irrational Pocket times. Pump. That's me. That's a, there I am. Idiot boogie bumper. That's me. Yeah. Thank you very much, JJ. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fuck you. Shut up. Okay. Hi, Boogie. Hey, go, mate. <laughs> I'm doing good, bud. How going? are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm very good. Praise the fat horse. Uh, Smans, right? Smans, praise the fat horse. The bread pheasant as well. Don't forget about the bread pheasant. Dead penis. Dead penis. Pocket wallet. We've coined Park some. World. We've coined some little phrases that are very popular in our very small circle, haven't we? <laughs> we also have pocket mute. Pocket mute. Pocket mute. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I did. I, did I say pocket mute? I don't even know what pocket mute is. Hey, gang, mate, my boy, on the soundboard. Lady of Diamonds Gypsy with the diamond. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Asks, what is happening? JJ, would you like to field that one? I, I really can't explain to you what happens. It just happens. It just I mean, happens. I, I, yeah, I have these buttons and they make noises and I make people appear out of nowhere. And then I make you say things that you did say, but not in the context, you know. Ah, I see. So you're kind of like a gorilla streamer. Kind and of. now he's got his soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> so then, JJ, uh, congratulations on making a thousand subs on DLive, man. Well done. Yeah, thank you, bro. Like it, I, I looked up the last time I was on and it was April and I was like, all right. So in April, I was barely coming around 420 around then you yep. were, you were just planning out the old butt plug, uh, tr- uh, the butt plug, uh, promotion, That's right. which I, I got, I got to say, homie, that was a, that was a brilliant move there. Um, <laughs> one of one butt plug now in the world. Uh, <laughs> well, I like, think, I think for a thousand, we did the dildo though, the glass dildo. Which yeah, went you to did Teddy the, Spaghetti. It was the dildo too. Well, there's a one of one dildo and a one of one butt plug. That's right. And then God knows what you're going to show when you need to become a global partner. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I've already promised to give away a sex robot or a sex doll or, at least. Uh, you know, honestly, as part of Smens, I don't think I'm really applicable for for any of these giveaways because I'm technically an employee uh, of the pyramid. <laughs> ah, so, yeah. uh, praise the fat horse. Uh, which one am I talking about is the question. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to uh, ask you about this pyramid. How do So who do I have to pay in order to get famous? Because there's a lot of talk about pyramids and, uh, you know, you've got to pay somebody and that gets you up a certain level of the chain and, and whatever. Yeah, and, uh, and people say discords and I'm like, it's Disc- not discord, ladies and gentlemen. It's the longest fucking Twitter DM that's ever existed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so- um, I, I really don't know because like, all right, I've always been a streamer uh-huh. that like, if I saw someone else, I'd go hang out in their chat, shoot the shit, you know, go hang out at another one, drop my little links here and there yep. uh, and do my own shit. Right. But it's also like, it's that stepping in someone else's realm, making yourself comfortable, you know, hmm. coming through and making fun of your own person on their own show. Idiot boogie bumper. Um, that, these are the type <laughs> of milestones that I actually achieve uh, because uh, just being a chat person 
first off. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then you do like crossover shows with people, and and you know this will be number two. Actually, no, this is three because you. you yeah, I went on yours once. On yours. Yeah, yeah. So we're, this is number three crossover here, uh, and it's just we we get into these little communities, and I know people hate the fucking communities, but. Uh, when you when you're promoting other people especially when they have like other talents i can't tell you how many times i've i've had an idea that my dumb redneck ass could not figure out Mm -hmm. but if i explain it to one part let's say all right hey i need a jingle i'm calling irrational times and saying hey this is my idea absolutely usually you get it back pretty quickly yep and it's fantastic uh if i need video stuff i hit up joy pesci because usually he's a nerd with the video shit um, if I need a voiceover, I'm going to hit you up because, God damn, your testicles have gotten uh, bigger since the last time I heard you. Are you are, how's the lockdown treating them? <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. They're, but they're always blue. That's the key. That's the secret. Yeah? Yeah. Now, do you walk around with a rubber band or did you get one of those fancy ones that you get off Amazon? No, I put them I put them in a wheelbarrow and push that around. And I just put a tarpaulin oh, right. over them so it looks like I'm always moving like gravel or some kind of landscaping supplies wherever I go. But they're just it's just I my mean, nuts. Well, that's why they say Australians are hard workers. You guys are just carrying your balls around, so That's you know. right. Well, the poor people don't get to carry them, they have to drag them across the street. That's got to be hard with all the rocks. I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, wheelbarrows aren't cheap nowadays. You know, that Chinese steel, it doesn't go cheap, JJ. Yeah, but see, then we got the little plastic motherfuckers over here, and those break. Oh, I found oh, yeah, that out. Not, the, the my, my, I won't be held in plastic. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, not happening. So, <laughs> so, you ma- over here. so you made the thousand subs, um, which I'm very happy about because you were on, like, in the 900s for a long time. And I'm like... It gets Dude, a lot harder I, when they put that X tag on you, doesn't it? <laughs> and the sad thing is, I don't. They haven't slapped that X tag on me yet. Mm. Or if they did, I didn't notice it. Oh, okay. Like I, I, I think I've only hit like two or three X tags. So I mean, they've never. I've only gotten one email from them over playing Dragon Lord Frodo, right. um, because that man, that man streams with no pants, and yeah, um. And then, like, ever since I've done the little Brazzers trick where I just cover everything up, they really don't care. And I don't ah. know if that's a testament to who's to who's coming in my chat and not reporting me, because mm-hmm. I've certainly, like, I've, I've shown my fair share of, of mess-ups that you shouldn't do in a stream. So, honestly, I'm going to be shocked Do you ever uh, feel if I, if I get into the partners club. Do you ever feel left out that um, certain people are reporting you know, your friends and uh, former associates on more like radio and stuff like that. Do you ever feel left out that you're not getting the same level of, no. you know, autistic, um, inward, no. forgotten child attention? Or No, because I can manifest him and he'll say my name anytime I want. J.J. Ah. Stoner. J.J. <laughs> Stoner. <laughs> so uh, as far as that, that I don't I don't mind that attention. I've, I've like gathered a group of people that expect a certain product i'm not for everybody right you should not have a faint or queasy stomach showing up at a show of mine because there's no telling i watched i watched a retarded midget swim through a russian uh i can't even tell you what kind of facility but it was full of water and he was diving in it (laughs) oh is that the guy in the sewer Yes, that guy. 
<laughs> the Russian kid. And, yeah, and what what happened or what's ended up happening is people realize that I like watching the crazy shit, so they're like, "Hey, watch this and watch this." And right. Then after that, I don't even like. I barely program my show most nights because half the time there's like four people that are like, "Hey, play this, play this, play this," and I'm like, "Hey, holy shit, we're good." Well, that you know, pack it up, we're good. I know what you, I know where you're coming from because like a couple of years ago. I played a couple of videos of like sex robots and stuff. And I said, wow, yeah. look at this crazy shit that's going on. And then like for the subsequent 12 months, everybody was sending me videos about sex robots. Like here, I saw this and thought of you. So I just became typecast as a sex robot guy. Uh, I'm worse off than you. I played one fat bitch mukbang and that's all I've seen from Kitty V. <laughs> Kitty V's an absolute fucking treasure. How many times I'll hear the little Discord ding, right? And I love Kitty V links because you never know what you're going to get. They really are a box of chocolate. Yeah. But the amount of times that she has beaten my eyeballs with fat bitches is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> Jesus. I've seen a- grotesque fatness on several levels. She's an absolute gem, and she sends me stuff. She knows, like, each show, like, she knows the vibe of each show, so she sends me stuff that she knows that I'll like, and she oh, sends yeah. JJ stuff that she knows JJ will like, and she sends Frozen Asian stuff she knows Frozo will like. She's an absolute yeah, and, treasure. And look, look, she's awesome about that. Victor's awesome about that. Yes, Victor uh, as well, yep. Slash, uh, the Victor show, that dude is an up-and-comer. You guys need to go follow him. I coincidentally can- we started off rocky but i'm gonna give him the fucking shout out because he's really redeemed himself lately with awesome, like not only awesome content and getting his show together mm-hmm. but uh interest of stuff i know that's you know okay you gotta give that man some credit he he hung through uh all of the uh shenanigans that could possibly happen when you're a new career like there is a bit of a hazing process involved Absolutely. in this pyramid like and, and it's just i'm sorry it's gonna be like that uh, but and in fact, he's going live after the show. So when everyone's done here, pop on his shit. Okay, check right, out interest of stuff. There you go. I like I like hooking up other streamers and and getting everybody together and get one fucking mission, and that's entertain people. Like right. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you watch midgets or TikTok or fucking you know Australian cows eating snakes, like whatever. Yes, I don't care. Well, like. Like, you know, the pyramid stuff, we're having a bit of a laugh. Like, I, I don't really care about that because it's – here's the thing, though. The only reason I bring it up genuinely is because if I see somebody, any, whoever they are, taking something really serious when I think it's silly, I will poke it. You know, I can't I, – I'm yeah. compelled to poke it at it with a stick. I can't help it. I must, I must do that. It's in my nature. So I, I can't help but do that. You've been criticized before because, like, apparently, oh, you just watch videos on the internet. But I'm like, no, no, but this is why I like JJ because whatever video you play on your show, I've never seen before, right? (laughs) I would never find the shit that you find. Like, that's the only time I see uh, the kind of content you have is when I see it on your show. I don't go out looking for, you know, retarded midgets swimming around in Russian sewers. That's not not part of my daily exercise, you know what I mean? So if I want that... I know where to go. I go to you. <laughs> yeah, it's my place on Wednesdays or Tuesdays because crossovers do happen. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you've sent me some stuff in the inbox here. Which one would you like us to go over so we can give the audience a little taste of the flavor of JJ? What would you like Honestly, us to play? Honestly, all right. All right. After looking at all of them, all right, there's that diaper woman, but I think everyone's seen that. Okay. Um, Victor sent me a good one today, mm-hmm. that, uh, that channel one, because... I remember you had 
an affinity for the adult babies, don't you? I still do. Yeah, I'm just I, I right. I'm waiting for that special one to come back because like the previous ones that we've shown have been so good, you know. And I'm just waiting for that next big thing. I'm waiting for that next big moment. You know what I mean? Well, all right. So Kitty, Kitty had a nice suggestion. Yeah. All right, it was a nice report. But I gotta say, if you're asking me which one you should play right off the bat, we only have like one or two. Play that channel one. Um, okay. The uh, let, let's meet Riley's Hi little guys, place. It is Riley. Okay, so this like, should I play the the pinned video here? Um, I I honestly really don't know. Probably a good idea because usually those people put the hey, this is me. Hi guys. You know. <laughs> Okay. This is what I do, but I mean, when you scroll down his his channel, his like channel? every his single channel. video is a banger. Okay, just pick one. <laughs> All right, I tell you what, let's do. How about age play versus age regression? Because I like to keep, we, we like go. to do intellectual topics here on this show, JJ. So well, I mean, this is, maybe we this can is learn highbrow right here. Exactly. Exactly. So let's have a look here. Right, now, now I'm gonna. I haven't seen this. But this is the beauty of what JJ Stoner brings to the internet. Uh, he he he's a, he acts as like a funnel, like a halfway house for the shit that you would otherwise never see, and that's why yeah, I like JJ. There's <laughs> no reason to know this exists. But now that you're here, you're welcome. <laughs> now we have it. We may as well dive in, right? All right. So exactly. Let's find the difference between age play versus age regression. It's an age-old question, so we're going to get the answer. Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, it's Riley's Little Space, his little space, whatever you know me as. And welcome back to my age regression channel. Today I- Oh God, jump cuts already. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the jump cuts and let's not discredit his Judge Dune from Who Framed Roger Rabbit haircut. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about a topic that I feel is really important within the community. There's a community? <laughs> Dude, you would be surprised. There's an entire like subsection of YouTube that is nothing but babies. Babies. And, and adult, adult diaper shitting babies. <laughs> it's an important discussion in the community. Like, so people are sitting I mean, around talking there. about this. There's debates. Talking back and forth, giving their opinions, having commentaries on commentaries. It's ridiculous. See, I'm wasting my time. It's it's very difficult to make it when you're doing like pseudo political content or like media watchdog stuff like I do. Like people, there's so much of that. People are so sick of that. Nobody wants to know about it. Um, You know, see, that's my problem. (laughs) Like I, I am, I'm a political atheist. I hate both sides. I am voting, but you really, I am literally putting a boot on my head and burning vote, uh, Vermin Supreme. Supreme. Yes, come on. I am, I have right now decided since John McAfee's locked up and I can't vote for him anymore, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put the boot on my head. I want a pony. <laughs> I want a free pony want and fascist squads to come around to make sure I brush my teeth. Exactly. Because yeah. he cares. He's oh, protecting there, us. There's a list. He's got a website. Go check it out. Yeah, he's fantastic. All right, let's get back to this very important debate. And that is age play versus age regression. These are two very separate things that a lot of people tend to mesh in together. And I think it's very important. We we call it all crazy. (laughs) It's all mental illness, but we get it. Yeah, We call it all batshit. That's what we call it. Important to recognize that they are separate and why they are separate. Age play is a role play. Sexual or not, it's where someone pretends or acts to be at an age other than their own age. There's there's always, I don't care what this fucking guy says. I don't care how big he is in the community. There's always a sexual element to this shit. 99% of the time. Yeah, yeah. 
the other one percent is the andrew ditches that are fake and being retarded to be retarded yep I, I remember we played one adult baby do you remember the girl and she was like no there's nothing sexual about it and then like a week later somebody sent me a link and they're like oh remember that girl who does the adult baby thing and it's not sexual and i said yeah and they go she's got an only fans <laughs> so, oh yeah they of all, course this thing has an only fans too so everything's got one <laughs> god say it ain't so this is usually 2020 is off its tits a subset of bdsm and it includes communities like ddlg mdlb the age play community whoa 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 slow down egghead okay so what is ddlg pretends or acts to be at an age other than their own age this is usually a subset of bdsm okay so i know bdsm everybody knows that one and it includes communities like ddlg so what's ddlg I'm not sure, but if you put that in YouTube, I'm pretty sure you're going down a rabbit hole that's going to be fun. Ah, oh, that's true. <laughs> Somebody in the chat will know what DDLG is, but they won't want to announce Kenny. it. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, smarten us up. We're dumb. Oh, there you go. Interest of stuff knows. Thank you. Interest of stuff. Daddy Dom Little Girl. See, I told you. Homie's been pulling his weight lately, man. Yeah, well done. Yeah, MDLB. Okay, now MDLB. What are we talking about there? Is that um, mukbang baby dog licking? Well, I, I, ma- I imagine if uh, one is daddy, dom, little girl, then the other one must be little boy, LB, right? So something Probably. dom, little boy. So. The age I, always hated, I always hated ABCD tests, bro. <laughs> the CIA, <laughs> the FBI, the DBLD. Community infantilism. <laughs> and the age play community is an adult community. It is an 18 plus community for a reason. Right. And that's because of its ties to kink and BDSM. Now, age regression is when somebody mentally reverts back to an age younger than themselves. Sometimes this is voluntary and people can do it at will. Sometimes it's involuntary where people regress due to trauma, mental illness, or stress. Isn't that fetishizing mental illness though? Well, they just want to justify their re <laughs> right because that that's all they're doing at this point. But if you're if you're doing it like at will, if you're playing, right? Wouldn't that be this? Isn't that not is that not akin to somebody like using a wheelchair when they can walk? <laughs> you know what I'm you I know mean, what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's like that, but see, in their head, it's more important because they're important. Remember ah, that. They are the center of their universe. It's not always related to those things, but a lot of times that's where it stems from. Some people can regress solely because they enjoy it, and that's also okay. Age regression is never a sexual thing because you are mentally in the mindset of, like, a two-year-old. Or- <laughs> it's never. Never. Let's rule that out, JJ. How dare you? Never. It's never a sexual thing. You know. Never. You know. You know. When I, a forty-five-year-old man, who uh, an overweight forty-five-year-old balding man, dress up as a three-year-old, it's got nothing to do with sexuals. It's got nothing to no. do with sexuality. No. When I want a yeah. um, when I when I ask you know a mummy character to pop a titty in my mouth and spank me and wipe my little bot bot. You know, I'm not thinking sexual, and I would I would thank you for not thinking sexually too, because you know, hey, we're, we're, I'm regressing here. Don't you know the difference, <laughs> you bigot? Did, did Did you just say butt butt bot bot <laughs> bottom? Your bot bot b o t b o t bot bot. Have you Wipe your little bot bot. Many different ways, but I've I don't think I've ever heard butt butt. It's a new one. <laughs> not butt butt bot bot. 
I might have to use that. Wipe your little bot bot before you go to bed. Yeah. Or whatever oh, yeah, your regression age bot. is, Thumb and you club. lose Thumb club. your ability to consent to things like sex. Most of these communities are Tumblr. So wait, you can't consent to sex when you when you are playing a five year old? Is that what he's saying? Bro, these these people uh, it's confusing. take make believe hardcore, bro. <laughs> Like I used to come up with some wild shit with my GI Joes and and you know, and my He-Man characters, but I don't think I ever ever decided to put a diaper on, shit my pants, uh, and try and say it's not sexual as I spread my shit around like Gigi Allen. Uh, now, I mean, it is. It's have these people always existed, or has I? I often struggle with this question. I'm th I'm sure we talked about this before. Has the internet made us more crazy or has the internet just exposed us to all the crazy that's there? That's a fantastic question. There should be a dissertation written on it. Yeah. Well, can we get this guy? Uh, because a, he's he's it's part of the he's part of the community. I'm sure it's a debate yeah, that, in the community. That's one hell of a thesis on some mental illness. <laughs> Because honestly, how far does this go back? Did they do this? Like, is, are there caveman paintings? I guess they were kind of wearing diapers there. So how far does this go back? Oh, the cavemen were kinky as fuck. They used to just hit the women over the head with a stick and drag them into the cave and have their way with them. Clubbing and fucking, I know. Yeah, the original BDSM from the da Daddy Dom little girls, the DDBLBCIAs. Centric and less of like you meet in person and meet all these people. And this uh -huh. includes communities like CGL Re, Kid Heart. CGL Re? There's too many acronyms here. I'm so, I'm so confused. Started Chiray. I think there's some more, but there's a lot of them springing up on <laughs> Lou Frigno in the chat. What, These are the people that used to die. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. All right, the last time I was on here, uh, you brought up uh, Mighty Mike, and I actually did interview him within a couple of weeks of being yes, on here. So you thank you for that. All right, but when he came on, he gave me a mountain of names that he knew and just kept name dropping and name dropping. That's what this dude's doing with acronyms. Ah, he's showing his expertise. Yeah, just flexing on us. He's peacocking to the community, to the other adult babies out there. He's the king, but he's alpha baby. That's, I agree. Okay, look at the big brain on this baby. Tumblr that it's hard for me to keep track. And from the definitions of both, you can tell that they are very separate. Age regression is something that anybody at any age can experience. And a lot of people who age regress find out they do in their older kid to teen years. Age play is probably something that develops within your teen years and into your adulthood and is a... Is think, of, <laughs> think of the hours and intellectual capital that has been spent on this endeavor. You know, somewhere well, I mean, somebody has been like diving into the theory of this and figuring out, you know, how can we tell the difference between age play and age regression? I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write an essay about it. People need to know. They need see, to know. I'm in, I'm in the thinking that you can write your paper. I'm just going to like shill products to them. I'm going to make adult, you know, rattles and adult diapers. Yeah, yes. And we need to take that angle and make some money off of these tarts. That's a that's actually a great idea, and maybe we can subvert the movement by putting like little yeah. messages on the back of the diaper and whatnot. Yeah. You know, sell them little sell them little Pepe frogs and just call them squeakers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I shit my pants and all I got was this stupid diaper. You know? Community that is based for adults. Now, yeah, people, yeah, myself, 
I'm pooping myself. Argue that minors who age regress can't be involved in communities like CGL, but CGL is kind of an umbrella term that can cover both non-sexual age regression. Wow. I spend double four, double three with the diamond. This is Brian Stelter at home. He's got too much hair for Brian, unless it's a wig, which is entirely possible. That's, Very possible. I mean... Jim Edwards. Jim Edwards got a great idea, JJ. Black Lives Matter on the back of the adult diaper. Hey, it'll sell, man. <laughs> it'll sell, Apparently. all right. They'll buy anything, those fucking idiots, <laughs> if they're not stealing them, of course. No, you can't sell the adult diaper. You just have to put them in a Walmart in Philadelphia. That's how well, you get everybody to, wearing it. According to Andrew Ditch, the government should be paying for your diapers. Yo, check it out, nigga. I was at, it's like giving away these fucking diapers in here. Check it out, man. You fucking want this. You want this, bitch. I fucking rocking this shit, motherfucker. ...and sexual age play. So in my personal opinion, minors who are involved in safe for work CGL is one thing, but as soon as it crosses over into the sexual age play is another, and that is a bad thing. It's all bad. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard a whole lot of good here. It's all bad. All right. All right, this guy's boring me now. What else have you got? <laughs> uh, Kitty has one in chat. She says, check this one out. Think Daddy Ooh. found a new baby boy. Oh, okay. Have a, have a, have a... Well, I, I do Kitty links, Victor links. I mean, I do my own work too. Insta play. Yep. Before to talk about usually it. it's better to do stuff fresh. Okay, so this is, is this the diaper furor? <laughs> oh, it's the diaper fur. Sure. The diaper fur. Okay. I thought it said the diaper furor. All right. Let's oh, it's a furry. Oh, it's a furry. The diaper fur. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So it's an adult baby crossed with a furry. It, as long as we don't see yiffing, I think we'll be all right. Okay. But you're the partner, so I don't know. I'm following your lead. <laughs> Let's have a look. About baby fur and diaper fur, we need to deepen the concepts of first. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Look at this. Hey, I think you had the wrong song up there. I think I can help you out with that. All right. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> no. No. How, okay. How does he shit through the furry suit? Like, you know, you know, JJ, there's nothing worse than getting matted shit in your fur. Have you ever experienced well, you that? You see, he's wearing a diaper. I'm sorry, he, she, it, whatever it is, uh, is wearing a diaper, so it's not worried about that. The government will clean up their ass. Ah, right. See, you want to put the diaper on the inside of the furry suit, I think, but then you won't get the street cred. <laughs> you well, he's probably got a pair on, you know. Inside and out. Most of the mascots of the world do wear diapers. Right. That's that's true. That is true, because it's hard to go to the bathroom in there. I'm uh, first. Feel like now, right? <laughs> Categorize someone as a fursona. It's not oh, the easy lion. Nice. The Lion King. There is no universe. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, no. This, this took a swerve. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Base. Base furries. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> the, lo the knight of the long tail. Great. I need a good green. JJ. Person rule. Which person is a fursona or not? What we can do is to explain that a fursona 
is someone that wants to embody an animal or anthropomorphized animal, adapting the physical and mental qualities of both. They usually meet at online forums or group activities. Can you imagine? Called your parties. Can, Sorry. Can you can you imagine what this here smells like? I don't want to. Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't want to know what it smells like. Can you Not imagine? Powder, I can tell you that. Now, can you imagine? You're already going to be overcome with the stench, the pungent stench of BO, right? In this scenario. Why did you say come? You said come. I don't know why you said that. Pungent stench of BO <laughs> and come sticking to the outside of the furry costume. Now add diapers and shitting yourself into the mix. I think you're forgetting out dick cheese, too. It, what a cocktail we have here. Wonderful. Oof, that was Welcome a good one. This. Thank you. or group activities. There's one guy here who doesn't have a furry mask on. He's just got the ears. Do you reckon they look at him and go, fucking tourist? <laughs> fucking half-assed. He's not even living the life. You're not living the life, bro. You're not about the life, are you? He's just there for the this yips. transitioning turd. <laughs> He's taking it slowly. He can't dive right in because he, he doesn't know what his parents will say. Is this, is this what will happen That's when they vaccinate us for COVID? Because I'm not down with that, dude. I'm telling you. Would you rather dress as a furry or wear that ridiculous fucking face shield thing that we were playing in the first hour? Honestly, bro, that thing was tight as fuck. I would have wore I'll rock that everywhere. But we need just to change be filled with smoke. <laughs> yeah, we need to change it into a hookah, and it'll be a mobile hotbox tent. I'm in. I can't remember who had that idea, but that was fantastic. And the beautiful part about that is you can fill it with marijuana smoke, and there's not a damn thing the police can do about it because you can say, hey, bro, I'm COVID safe. You're you're invading yeah. my space now. I'm infected. You need to get away from me. Six feet, bro. Six feet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking disperse, bro. <laughs> <laughs> embody their characters at times, while others 24 hours per day. They usually felt like... <laughs> I, I need this. I now. need this as a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I've just got to put this big in the chat. So if somebody can please make a sticker of our based furry here with the armband, that would be sense. The red armband, that would be absolutely wonderful. Furry supremacy, JJ. The most disturbing part of this is the piano music. I don't know why. But oh, this the and, spooky music behind it. Yeah, it's sending out some weird vibes. Deep into the wrong body. It, it kind of sounds like the, the type of music track that they would play at an Asian massage parlor. <laughs> or a funeral. Or a funeral. <laughs> Can't we have both? Experience sure. the physical bodies. Just relax. Uh, roll onto your back now. Okay. I think it's I think it's called uh Thailand or Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Just roll there over roll over onto your back and now. Okay, you'll take yes. a take her down in your pant. Okay. You need to take okay. your diaper off. Take your diaper off. I make a good massage for you. In a way similar okay, to now happy ending. Engage. You paid twenty extra twenty. You what you <laughs> you own a Patriot. Oh. <laughs> In conclusion, find yourself. Ring the bell and get, get your, your cheese, man. man. Thank you for the gifted sub, Ferroxana. I always love this angle that these people take. Like, because at the core, and I think you're the same as me. We're pretty like 
I imagine you're a bit of a libertarian guy, like, you know, you don't really care, but live and let live kind of thing, right? Yeah, do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. But if it's out there on um, the internet, I will, you know, I will have a little look at it. I will take a look at what's going on. I used to be a libertarian until Gary Johnson couldn't spell Aleppo. And then <laughs> I had to give up politics entirely after that. Well, you can be a libertarian um, like, without being, like, associated with the libertarian party. Well, they're like the goth kids of the politicians. You right. know? Too we, cool for school. They just pick a side, you know, sit in the corner and smoke. That's what I want to do. <laughs> okay. Well, see, the reason I'm bringing that up is, like, so I'm I'm pretty easygoing. I'm not, I don't really care what people do. I genuinely don't care what people do. It doesn't bother me. Um, but this line that people like this often use, like, oh, I'm just being myself. Right? I'm, I'm finding, look, look at the shirt here. Find yourself. I'm just being myself. I'm expressing who I am. But it's like, no, no, no. But you're not a gray fox. You know what no. I mean? You are not, you are no. not an animal. So you're not being yourself at all. You're being something else. So no, right, like the, I'm just being myself. No, you're not. You're literally being something else that other than yourself. Stop lying right, to yourself. I'll tell you what doesn't disturb me. All right, the people that, that buy like $600 suits and get too far into it, hmm. those people are fucked in the head. Yeah. But the ones that get creative and just have this as an artistic outlet, I can't, those don't really freak me out because they're just making cosplay uniforms and just trying to be genuine. Uh-huh. But when it comes to people like this, every time I look at one of these suits and I, I know that they're American because I just assume everybody's American, I realize that they have a say in our next election, and we're all fucked. It doesn't matter who wins. <laughs> Maybe one day there'll be a furry party. Wouldn't that be the, the White House? I mean, I've heard if you let Biden in there, his son will probably throw a wild ass party. Well, I rub his legs and make the little fox's hair go the other way, and I, like I like the fox when he jump in the pool and he touched my leg, and there was a black man there named Comha. He was also wearing uh, a costume. I don't think they have black. I, was, I think he was wearing some makeup on his face, make himself look like a black man. Furries have the same characteristics than a fursona. The only difference is that they only embody anthropomorphized animals. It's, it's intellectual, isn't now, it? Now, as we know the concepts between... It was close. That's a fat one right there. Holy shit. Fat yeah. shame, that one. That's a stretched out furry costume. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, you said most people have seen this, but I don't. I don't think I've seen this one, so I want to play oh, this no. one. Yeah, I want to see this. Is it the gigantic baby one? It's, it's the woman in diapers and ankle monitor. Uh, all right. First off, no nudity, so don't worry about throwing no browser stickers are up. You're good to go. Okay. Um, but this is this is fantastic. Is there any context to this? Like, can you give us any background or? Uh, fat lady in her underwear in a gro in a convenience store and go. Okay, go. <laughs> and action. <laughs> okay, then let me see this. Shake that shit then. <laughs> Shake that shit. <laughs> Shake that shit, baby. Rocking it. Okay, this shit. Oh, she got a diaper on, though. And you got an ankle monitor on. Is you serious? <laughs> shit, she is not. I don't think I noticed that the first round. She does. Holy shit. Shouldn't you be under house arrest right now? <laughs> I'm playing. Y'all cannot hold her down. Your house, I guess. This guy's fucking hilarious. She a queen. I can't hold her down. <laughs> hey, what do you got on? A bathing suit. A bathing suit? That look like a big ass. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was about to say it's a big ass diaper, but I think she's about to say it for me. Uh, a bathing suit. A bathing suit? That look like a big ass diaper. Called it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this shit. Hey, I fuck. It's definitely a diaper because it's got that little part at the, you know, that little cushiony part at the back that diapers have. Yeah, it's, it looks like a sack of potatoes on the sides. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's definitely a diaper. But you welcome to America. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm Indian. You Indian? What? You not Indian, is you? Is you? Oh no. <laughs> I see that. What is that? It looks like Quado. I miss Jerry Springer because it was all confined to one television studio before. <laughs> we would just funnel them all into the same place and everyone go, oh, Jerry Springer is destroying the cult. It's destroying the fabric of the nature. And it's like, well, now you've got your wish. Now they're all just roaming free in the streets, not in an uncontrolled environment. It's far worse. I'm Indian. Oh, shit. What, the belly indicates Indian status, does it? Ma'am, you're fat. <laughs> I'm Indian. Look at my fat guts. Can't you tell? Yeah. Go somewhere with your Erica and your Amber and your Jessica and your Shelly and your fucking what? power. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Joy Pessy and interested stuff and irrational times. <laughs> River bird, boogie bubber. Because you're a nigga. Hey! Well, she sure showed him, didn't she? <laughs> Don't you miss the times back in the day when you can say <laughs> on the internet? There you go. <laughs> See, I was trying to be nice. If they deny me on partnership, I'm going to get mad as hell. That's all I got to say. Well, I... I, 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 I Words of words. Which, hey, by the way, I used you as a reference, and I used you, uh, <laughs> you and, I used you and Nightwave so that if I did get rejected, I had awesome people to blame. <laughs> it's all your fault, folks. <laughs> oh, shit. See, this is the type of shit I go through, y'all. Hey, you see that type of shit we go through? Oh, my God. What's up with you? Uh-uh. Now I see a basic like I mean, that though. Like to me, it is kind of funny to me though. Like she does look ridiculous and stuff, and that's fine. But he is following her around, filming her, like jibing her. Right? What you doing? What you got on? What's this? What you saying? Where you at? Wait, you got an ankle monitor? On? He's he's poking, 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 poking. Right? And all she has to see. This is the power of this word, which I. This is part of the reason why I think it's dumb to, like, you know, make it so powerful. He's been harassing her now for a few minutes, following her around, yeah, 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 making fun, making jokes. Fair enough, fine, whatever. But all she has to do is turn around and say one word, and all of a sudden his whole thing changes, right? And then it's like, oh, my God, you say that to me? Look at you. How can you do that? Now it's like I'm the victim while he's filming her. You know what I mean? That's It's such garbage. But here's the problem, and I, I blame Baked Alaska for this because the RV trip's been some of the most biggest dumpster fire streams I've seen in a while. The only thing that this particular clip is missing between it and an RV6 stream is donations that come through, and all it is is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
That sounds like an RV reversing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's them walking around a convenience store is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get the um the RV. Like, I know a lot of people are watching it just for, like, I get it, watching it for the train wreck. Oh, it's dumpster but, fire. Uh, yeah, but I watch five minutes of it, and I'm like, I, I don't even know how these people are popular. Like, and I'm not, like, that's not as, like a jealous thing or anything like that. It's just like, I'm watching it, and maybe it's just me. I'm just like, I get nothing out of this. Like, who the fuck is Baker? Why does anybody care about Baked Alaska? You know what I mean? Nobody. Well, that's the point. Nobody does. That's why they donate that so someone will beat his ass. The whole <laughs> trip is around getting Baked Alaska beat up. And and God bless Trent and Wade. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Trent and Wade. Shout out to Trent and Wade. <laughs> if this goes down like I think it's going to go, like you might want to start paying attention. If nothing else, I'll send you the clips of the good shit. How about that? Well, Trenton, make sure you wear uh, diving goggles, though, because he's going to be maced up. We know that much well, about no, Baked no, Alaska. No, no, we would, bro. I can't reveal any. Look, I, I'm in several DM groups. Ah, where you've got the inside guy, baseball. And I can't discuss certain things because I'm not one of them snitch rat motherfuckers. But I will just say that uh, all possibilities have been uh, discussed and accounted for. Uh, and accounted for uh and i'm not gonna i'm not confirming or denying that there is a plan but i will say uh i am very much looking forward to uh next week's streams i, t- I tell uh, you what if if trenton is successful in this um incursion into baked alaska's space then that would at least jump him up it's got to be at least two levels on the pyramid minimum dude it's gonna be legendary shit he's already up there for the black guy specs uh black guy pack yes right yeah he's gonna be above me if he pulls this off and do you know how hard that is like i'm the biggest ass kiss not on that pyramid (laughs) (laughs) oh shit man by a white boy by a white boy yeah i'm pregnant by a white boy and he fucking that? KKK, man. KKK. I gotta be fair. I kind of like her. <laughs> Not gonna lie. What is, what is that? Is that uh, the lady? Uh, is that Lady Stoner? Yeah, it's Lady Stoner. Hello, Lady Stoner. He's Hello. well. She can hear you. Uh, that is a heifer and a diaper. That's a diaper. That's well. I mean, she it's looks a, like she's in an underdraw. She said it was a bathing suit. That is but, not a fucking bathing suit. Nah, no. it's it's definitely a diaper. Because look at the padding here on the back. I mean, unless the cellulite is worse than it appears, which is definitely possible. It's uh, yeah, that's a hell of a dog. I'll give her this. She got a white girl ass, but it's that belly that just takes it all all the steam out of it. Oh, the know. belly is fantastic. Here, look, <laughs> look belly at that. Shit. Girl too. <laughs> Wait, is that what the front looks like? That's the front, honey. No. Yeah. Why would you go out like that? Technically, it's the front. Technically, it's the front, but it it's the same from all angles. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like she's got that she's got that back tit thing happening. You see, she's got two tits at the back here. See, I, I cover it. Oh, All right. I go hey. Public, and hey. I'm a fat girl. Smash your pass in the chat. We got to know. Oh, it's got to be a smash. Let's see what the chat says. Press it's one for smash, smash, press two for pass. I mean, pass on the looks, but smash on the baseness, though, obviously, right? Smash on the attitude. Yeah, and you can't get her pregnant. She already is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I always love how you have music in between all that shit. I always forget that. It's a, it's a slick way to get around that that uh, chat line. That dead air silence. Yeah. <laughs> well, I when I first started, I didn't really have... I, I've always had, like, some kind of music playing in the background. And, like, you know, I've always used it. Because I, I think it keeps... It helps me collect my thoughts and it keeps me on track. You know what I mean? And it and it gives me, like, some mood direction as well, if that makes any sense. See, it's professionalism. It, yeah, professional. It is, dude. It's uh, Honestly, out of all of us, you're probably one of the more professional ones out of everybody. As far as, like, keeping a show going and rolling and always having something going on. But I would love to see some of these people like Frozen Asian do a solo show. That would be fantastic. Just to watch him panic for two hours while something doesn't work. It's going to be great. <laughs> Just talk. Okay. Talk for two hours and go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it can't be this week because we're going to beat him. Uh, well, I'm not even trying to beat him. I'm going after Spent this week. Okay. What's, uh, spent, because- what's spent done to you? Spent. All right. First off, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, if you watch the Daywave program, uh, Frozen Asian has a tendency to donate uh, very mean donations that that Royce has decided we have to sit through all of it. He Uh, he punishes you. Yeah. In retaliation, uh, once a month or once every other month, I'm not sure how we're scheduled. It's been once a month here recently because he's been a bad boy. Uh, But once a month, I collect a bunch of videos that you can't see on the internet and force him to watch them on Discord while you stare at his face. It's fantastic. Oh, I don't think I've been around for one of these. I need to go. I need to well, show up for this. Hey, Sunday at 10, bring goodies. There are no rules. Okay, you could bring whatever you Ooh. want. I am beating I am beating Spent because last time uh, he left uh, during a certain uh, old lady prune juice segment. And I feel uh, he's also, I don't care. The point is to to prove that you could get through it. And he was, he was physically and mentally drained and he left. All I'm saying, sit there, take it like a man. All right. Yeah. I, I won't show, uh, you know, any explicitly gay stuff or anything like that. I'm not down like that, but you may see a penis go through a bike lock. Oh yeah. Um, I have a video lined up that involves hot dogs mm-hmm. um, and, and a bunch of other goodies for Spent. And Spent's the one I'm going after this time because Brozo proved himself last time. Okay. Uh, and I need I need Spent to prove himself and make it all the way through the show. Well, I'm looking forward to I'm I'm, I'm going to have to show up for this. I'm going to have to see one of these. I sure. just, there's a comment from uh, Kitty B in the chat, which is utterly fantastic uh, in regards to our friend here with the um, dropping the N-bombs. She says it was probably laundry day and she had no choice but to go out real quick and get something um, only to be followed around and filmed. I would do the same. <laughs> I mean, the, her response was perfectly on. Adequate. Like I'd have turned around and been a cunt too, but it's appropriate. I wouldn't have left the house looking like that either. Cause I got a little bit of respectability about myself. <laughs> just, you know? just a bit, just enough, just enough not to wear a diaper and an ankle monitor. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, probably, you'll probably get me like shirtless before you'll get me pantsless. Right. I hate I hate the guys that walk around shirtless, even if they've got a body. Right. Even if they've if if they're cut, you know. I'm I'm always like, ah, oh, you fucking poser. You know what I mean? Put yeah, a shirt on. I have I have that sexy man gut that just it it the doesn't gunt. matter. 
Like, yeah, I I look so good uh, with just the one keg because everybody has those abs. I have just have one really good ab, and that's it. That's all I, I need. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to my fifties where I can go shirtless and not care. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, I'm hitting 38, and I didn't care when I was 32. So. Well, we're the, we're the same age. We're the same age. So maybe it's a cultural thing because I'm, I'm turning 38 in December. So I, I, still, I still refer to myself as mid-30s, though, because as long as I'm 37, yeah. I'm closer to 35 than I am to 40. I'm just coming to terms with it. In a couple of years, I'm going to be 40, and I won't be able to say I'm 30 anymore. And I felt that way when I turned 30, but now it's even worse when you hit 40 because it's like, ugh. <laughs> well, um, before, can you stick around for another five or ten? Are you all right for that? Or? Yeah, bro. I'm because good. I'm, good. I'm not going to invite you on this show. You've brought us presents, and I appreciate it. But I'm not going to bring you on here without giving you a present in return. Oh no, I love boogie presents. Who yep. am I interviewing next, boogie? <laughs> well, you might want to interview the good people of Arizona because I thought, um, if you could just quickly give us a rundown. You you recent you're going through a whole you're going through like a a cocoon like metamorphosis, aren't you? You've made your 1,000 subs on DLive. You recently were successful in lobbying the government to get marijuana decriminalized, weren't you? That was all you, wasn't I it? I was. All me, baby. Yep. So the great state of Virginia. Look, we're, on the march, we're on the march to uh, legality in the state, and we're within reach. Uh, freedom is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Boogaloo. I'm sorry I didn't say that. I didn't, I'm not part of that group. Sorry. <laughs> so in, in that honor... The people of Arizona are now going through a similar experience, and I thought you may appreciate this. The reason why certain people in Arizona do not want marijuana to be decriminalized, okay? It is, you know, because you, you've probably heard all the reasons before, like, um, you know, it will increase, uh, you know, traffic accidents. That's one thing that they say, right? right. Unemployment Usually will go up. Kids out, they trot the kids out, go, think of the kids. Think of the children, right? The children are already getting whacked off their tits. I don't know if you know Watch, that or not. You shouldn't be whacking off kids. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, there's a, stop you right there. I, do, I disavow. <laughs> there's, a difference, there's a difference between age regression and age play. We watch the video, JJ. I know yeah, the absolutely. difference now. Uh, I'm an intellectual on the topic. So there's all of these reasons. This is by far probably the most creative reason that I've seen to be against marijuana decriminalization from Arizona. Have a look at this. You'll appreciate it. The nuisance smell of pot. It's a problem one Valley woman oh, says no. could get much worse if Arizona votes to legalize marijuana in November. <laughs> Maybe the the nuisance smell of pot, okay? C15 Sonu Wasu spoke to supporters for Prop 207 who say this initiative has measures in place to keep this from happening. But does it go far enough? Okay. This apartment right here. If you ask Renee Moore, it gets really bad in this area outside. Marijuana stinks. Her name Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, gunky. Oh it stinks so good. It gets better, Lady Stoner. It gets better. Neighbors here at the Scottsdale apartment complex have medical marijuana cards. According to the city, there's multiple, multiple residents complaining, calling the city, calling police. It's draining city resources. But as long as they're smoking in their apartments, in this email from a Scottsdale code enforcement officer to Renee, they tell her there's really nothing they can do about it. So she's complaining. She's complaining about the apartment complex smelling like marijuana. <laughs> um, officer, that's a skunk. I've seen him every other night. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now Renee worries. If marijuana is, becomes legal to be recreational, 
everybody else who doesn't do that and who's afraid of their health and their kids and their pets, they're going to be affected by it big time. Proponents of Prop 207 that would legalize marijuana for responsible adult use tell us they don't think this is going to be a big problem. This is it about personal use? She thinks but she legitimately thinks this is the angle she's going with. Of all the angles you could pick, the angle she's going with is the state will smell like marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, I understand it is an acquired smell, but I, I would like to propose that we smell her to be able to critique, to critique her properly. <laughs> because if we're talking about if we're if we're talking about smell ordinances now, I think there are some women and men, let's be honest, out there that need to uh, take more notice before they step out the uh, house in their diapers. Maureen in a chat asked, does pot smoke permeate the walls like cigarettes? No, it doesn't. And like a cigarette will give off a lot more. Like if you look at a cigarette versus like say a pipe or um, a joint, a cigarette just lets off heaps more smoke anyway. You know what I mean? Like a cigarette cigarette smoke will fill the room. It does, right? But it's 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 not clean your house. You should be cleaning your house anyways. You know, what the hell? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a weed a weed smell will go away a lot quicker though too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Spray. Yeah, fine. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. I like the idea of smelling her though before we get too upset about the smell of marrow. Lift those pits up. Lift those arms up, bitch. I want a whiff I of that pit. That. Yeah, I want to smell that butt. And really, you know, the intention of that. Look at the, the guy's name is Chad Campbell. Chad Campbell. Well, he's he's a Chad in my heart. He is a Chad. <laughs> the intention of this people to be able to use this in their own privacy their own home the recreational use of marijuana initiative follows the same guidelines as smoke-free arizona put in place for tobacco use marijuana advocates tell me it goes even beyond smoke-free arizona standards we ban smoking in all public places and most open spaces which not even smoke-free arizona acted but if you ask renee it's still not good enough she tells us even if one is smoke All right, first off, I'm okay with him, right? I don't think I should be able to do it out in public, you know, walking around uh, businesses causing fucking trouble. But there are people that do that sober. Yeah. What I don't understand about smelly pussy Karen here is why she's walking around properties where people pay uh, to live in their taxes. Why are you walking around giving a fuck what I'm doing on my porch or my back, you know, stoop or whatever the fuck, you know? Well, this is is how dumb she is. She lives there yeah. apparently, right? And she's she's invited the fucking camera crew down to film. Like, just say I'm in this apartment here, and I look out my window, and here's this bitch pointing with the camera crew from the local news station pointing at my house, going, "Look in there, in there, in there." Yeah. I'd be like, "Are doxing. you fucking kidding me?" Doxing, Do- and it's and doxing, look, if you, if shaming. You even put a camera on her; she's gonna flip out. Right? Exactly. But, You're invading yeah. my privacy. <laughs> I got rights. Yeah, no, you don't. Smoking <laughs> marijuana inside their apartment or condo, the smoke can travel through the vents, which in her case has made life so unbearable she's had to move out. Oh, here. <laughs> and then, and then, a, and then a, a, a collection of like four or five university students moved in, and they loved it. They loved the place. Yeah, holy shit. Like, dude, I lived in an apartment down in Orlando. One of my best, uh, one of my best friends down there, 
uh, was a neighbor of mine and we met because I could smell his smoke and he could smell mine. And I was like, Hey bud, you're probably the other guy, aren't you? And he was like, yep. <laughs> That's sort of a beautiful friendship, baby. But look, she's trying to do like the Alyssa Milano before and after photos. She looks practically the same in the before and after, but tell me she doesn't look high as fuck on the right hand yeah. side. I mean, that could be pills. Crazy bitches like that are That's usually true. pills. Pills and alcohol. Mm, wash down your Xanax. Yeah, wash down your Xanax with some white box wine at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I smelling <laughs> burning, nose burning, throat burning, breathing problems. Ah, oh, burning nose, burning throat. I'm having breathing problems. I can't breathe. This is the next George Floyd. Right here. Freeloading, bitch. Get your own shit. Yeah. Stop smelling mine. Stop taking our slogans, bitch. Sma migraines. She believes migraines. This initiative will raise quite a stink all over Arizona. All over Arizona. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because I'm sure bump piss and, and all the other method, uh, methy things that happen in that area is worried about pot. <laughs> <laughs> we must have solved all the other problems. Because I, I don't, I've heard you guys are like really tough on it over there. Oh, yeah. It'll, so. it'll probably never be legal here. Yeah. And I like, feel for you. I'm, like I'm rambling again. Oh, shit. Victor Von Schroom. 44,420. JJ on the Daily Boogie. Here's German pop with a midget to play us out. Okay. Uh, JJ on the Daily Boogie. 44,420. Here's a German pop with a midget to play us out. Okay, Edelweiss. Edelweiss. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, this is fantastic already. <laughs> I got a new dance to learn. Don't you hear me, SOS? Oh, Edelweiss. Nice. Is that Rick Astley there making an appearance? He's big in Germany. What? Hey, there's some big old titties there. Ah, uh, the Germans. God bless them, right? Yeah. The the the, okay. the the population that literally destroyed Europe twice. I don't know why. <laughs> they gave us uh, Bukaki yep. and Oktoberfest, right? Yep. They gave us live sex shows in the streets to techno music. They've done a lot for the world, <laughs> haven't they? The Germans. Well, you know. Don't forget the sausages. Don't forget the French. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Spenty. All right. With that, JJ Stoner, thank you for joining us on this edition of the Daily Poogie Podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Where can we catch you, Mr. 1000? All right. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get ready to drop a mountain of names on you. Shout out to you, first off, for uh, always hooking it up and helping me out. Uh, Joy Pessy and the Smedge crew, Major Tom, Frozen Asian, uh, interest of stuff is coming up next. Make sure you guys check him out. Uh, and then I am weekdays at noon on the dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. And I'm also doing Sundays at 11 on a show called Burn Unit Radio, which is Reverend Burn on YouTube. 
they've let me back on YouTube now. Wow. Look uh, out. So, yeah, um, it's happening. But, uh, man, seriously, man, appreciate uh, everything that you do for the community. And uh, as someone uh, that's involved in the upper management of the pyramid, uh, you're not going to hear this very often, but I appreciate you. Oh, well, I've, I thank you so much. I'm, I, hopefully I'll get on that pyramid soon one day. And then I'll be able to quit my job and retire and buy myself a BMW. I know a guy. All right. Okay. <laughs> you, you hook me up with the inside running. You hook me up with the good shit. Hey, always remember. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> thank you so much, JJ. And Lady Stoner, thank you too. Uh, there they go. The great, the great JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, that brings us to the end of tonight's edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to congratulate me on having JJ on the show, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Don't forget to follow all of our friends, Why Censored Kimmy, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, UK Neil. Mr. America, The Beard of Truth is going to be streaming soon again, I've been told, so looking forward to that. Um, winning TV will be on tomorrow night as well of course the great JJ Stoner Spent D, Frozen Asian, Sunday Night Shit Show Major Tom, Joy of Pessy everybody's favourite lover of French women Mersh uh, Lois Ropez with Way Dave shout out tip of the hat to the ROTC boys at Real Person Peel TCS Iceman4433 Victor Von Troom of course and anyone else I might have forgotten thank you so much for joining us I won't be on Friday night just letting you know. I'm just dropping that in right at the end of the show. I won't be here on Friday. So the next time you'll see me will be a pre-election special on Monday night. Election Eve on Monday night next week. So I'll see you then. Until then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.